0: Welcome, my name is Roger Quayle, and you are listening to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. Hello there, and welcome back to My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts, with me, your host, Roger Quayle, and thank you for joining me. We're up to gig 39, and... Spoiler alert, if you are a Bauhaus fan, you might want to switch off now. The world would be a very dull place if we all liked all the same things. And while I quite like a couple of their singles, on this particular night, me and the boys from Northampton were not a match made in heaven. Which, oddly enough, is where the gig was. So here we go, it's Bauhaus, Torso, and clock DVA at the Heaven Ultra Disco in Charing Cross, London, on Monday, the thirtieth of March, nineteen eighty-one. Reagan's president-elect, President fascist, fascist god Revolution. in motion, brothers, brothers, sisters, we don't, don't need this fascist, fascist groove. Thank 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 thank, 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 thank. Sheffield friends Heaven Seventeen have just released. We don't need this fascist groove thang, and despite Glenn Gregory pronouncing Regan as if it were the DI from the Sweeney entering the Oval Office, the song's message is one that fellow young left-wing liberal-minded musicians like us can get behind. So when the news comes through to us, supping pre-pint gigs with some fans in the Griffin Tavern on Villiers Street, that President Reagan has been shot, the mood is somewhat celebratory. Indeed, what is more surprising to me is not that someone has attempted to kill the newly elected 40th President of the United States of America, but that clock DVA actually have fans south of Chesterfield. Our band is back in London to play at the Heaven Ultra Disco. A gay club under the arches below Charing Cross Station. Gig promoters' final solution have started putting on shows here on Monday nights. Throbbing Gristle played at the venue just before Christmas. New Order last month. And My New Heroes, Ubu just a couple of weeks ago. It is, in short, the new cool place to play in London. We are nominally co-headlining with Northampton Gloomsters Bauhaus, but a dance troupe called Torso is also on the bill. I quite like Bauhaus's singles Dark Entries and Terror Couple Kill Colonel. The latter reminds me of Seconds Too Late by Cabaret Voltaire. What's challenging tonight is that we lack the army blanket security of opening for like-minded, industrial, electronic chums like the Cabs, TG or the Human League. Tonight is a raid into unknown territory to see if we can capture some of Bauhaus's followers and what followers they are. Once inside heaven, all dark mat brick caverns and dim labyrinthine passages, there is more preening than in an aviary. An aviary where all the exotic birds on display have the same colour plumage. Black. The aubergine nail varnish reservoir at Boots must have been drained dry over the weekend. The bands are billeted in the Eagle Bar which is apparently the private members club within heaven. Yet more black, it feels like a dungeon. There is a message board on the wall, full of eye-opening propositions. Bauhaus and their retinue arrive. Their singer, Pete Murphy, is accompanied by two young ladies who appear to be dressed up as fairies, all in white. These are his ladies in waiting, who will help him get ready for tonight's performance. This will take four hours. Now, for someone like me, for whom getting ready means popping on a clean white shirt in the bogs, this seems both ludicrous and vainglorious. Our guitarist, Paul is tuning up close by. Oh Peter! One of the fairies exclaims. You have your own guitar tuner! Paul simply stares at her. Murphy, in fairness, is thoroughly embarrassed. Putting down his mirror and makeup, he apologises profusely. We play first. And things go wrong. A bass string breaks. My kick drum pedal collapses. Nonetheless, the gathering throng manages to stop looking at each other for the 40 minutes that we are on stage. We depart, if not in triumph, having at least been afforded a fair hearing. Meanwhile, back in the Eagle Bar... Project Peter is still being attended to. Naked from the waist up, he is being stitched into an elaborate, delicate costume made of gauze and muslin. This gossamer-like creation is being sewn together with filigree and ardour by his handmaidens. Peter stands, arms outstretched, Jesus in jodhpurs. We get chatting to bass player David J. Do you realise? he proclaims, as if the meaning of life has just been revealed to him. The dog is God, spelled backwards. We thank him for his insights and go back out front for a look at Torso. Six strapping black guys gyrate and pivot to a pounding electro dance backing track. It's an impressive display of mime and free movement, expertly choreographed, and the now full room responds warmly to Torso's Terpsichorian parade. Just after midnight, the finishing trinkets are attached to Pete Murphy, and finally Bauhaus are ready an art rock Mount Rushmore, I've never seen four such finely chiselled young men. Tribal thunderous drumming is matched by rapid fire bass playing. Guitarist Daniel Ash struts around like a peacock, while Pete Murphy does his best faux Bowie impression. Striding around the stage, portentously declaiming his lyrics. Terror couple Kill Colonel is steamrolled flat early on. And they cough up their own strain of the creeping funk virus with Kick in the Eye. A mechanical bull on the Studio 54 dance floor. I don't get it. I should like this. I like arty, pretentious rock music. I'm in an arty, pretentious rock band. Bar House's album is called In The Flat Field and it seems to me that they are happy to plough the same furrow over and over again. Peel away the eldritch cloak and glam theatrical trappings and they are basically a competent if somewhat ponderous hard rock group. Pete Murphy's lovingly handcrafted costume is coquettishly teased away revealing a xylophone chest, before being tossed to his adoring acolytes and fought over as if his cast off vestments were holy relics. They plunder on. When they do change the tempo on the spooky Hollow Hills and a Nembutol cover of John Cale's Rose Garden Funeral of Sores, they reveal a strange musical equivalent of football's ultra-defensive Catanaccio strategy, great at keeping possession, yet unable to create anything interesting from it. Finally they arrive at Bela Lugosi's dead, the song that launched a thousand crypts, only for the power to go dead halfway through their signature song. Bauhaus troop off disconsolately as an electrician is urgently sought. Backstage, their manager is shouting at the promoter. (sighs) This hasn't happened to a band of mine since I managed Colosseum! Colosseum, an unloved jazz rock stegosaurus from ten years ago. All these proggy old farts were supposed to have been obliterated in 1977. I wasn't a conscientious objector in the punk rock wars for this. The Who were right. The new boss is the same as the old boss. Who needs a manager anyway? Electricity is restored, and Bauhaus returned to finish their funeral parlour Freebird and play three rapturously received encores. Saint Peter and his disciples ascend into heaven, whereas we pack up the van and head for the M1. The radio tells us that Ronald Reagan has survived the attempted assassination. The fascist thank will not be derailed after all. Friend of the band and sometime road help John Clayton puts the night in perspective. Look at it this way that were like Sheffield United getting an away point at Arsenal. Difficult, but job done. Yeah, but how come we ended up playing before Ruby Flipper? We pull in for petrol at Watford Gap Services. Bleak and cruddy on the best of days, and as welcoming as Windscale at 5am on a Tuesday morning. We're in Northamptonshire, home patch of the night's all-conquering heroes. The Blue Boar, Northampton, Bauhaus, it's all a load of cobblers. Within a year, Bauhaus were back in heaven, performing Bella Lugosi's Dead for the opening sequence of Tony Scott's 1983 vampire film The Hunger, starring David Bowie, Susan Sarandon and Catherine Deneuve. David J released a cover version of Clock DVA's Four Hours in 1985. Thank you, David J. Bauhaus split in 1983, only to reunite in 1998 and then again in 2005. An influential band, Bauhaus never lost their talent for self-mythologizing. The backstage rider for the 2005 tour included a stipulation that the fluffy towels provided must be black. You have been listening to My Life in the Mush of Ghosts with me, your host, Roger Quayle. Thank you to Paul Widger for the guest voices and thank you always to Rena for the artwork and to Simon Elliott Kemp for the intro and outro music. Join me again next time for another episode from My Life in the Mosh of Ghosts. This is Roger Quayle saying thank you and bye-bye.